Hey, yo, what's up, weebs? Today's episode is brought to you by Kangaroo. Kangaroo was created to ensure that everyone, and that means you, access to home security. Every product Kangaroo makes starts with three questions. Is it simple? Can it be produced at a price that everyone can afford? And is it secure? With Kangaroo, you never pay with pay for unnecessary bells and whistles, and you know your data is going to be secure. The front door security kit is a simple setup with no tools or tech geeks required. If you have Wi-Fi and you have a smartphone, you can use Kangaroo. Go to kangaroo.com to learn more and start keeping your home safe today. And be sure to use the code RINGDONG for 20% off any Kangaroo complete subscription order. Now, enjoy the episode. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? I'm back. Weebcast is back for another week in anime news, anime manga reviews. All done with my lovely Phantom production crew and yours truly, C-Dub. I hope you guys join your day. Um... God damn, man! It has been it has been a pretty pretty hectic week in terms of just anime and manga. Um, some things that I'll probably be getting to briefly, but um, I won't I won't tiptoe around it. Uh, today I'm going to be talking a little, a, a little bit about and my thoughts and feelings about the Kiss anime and Kiss manga being accessible as of Sunday. Um. Cause that, that, I mean, that's been, I mean, if you guys bit, I mean, you guys are on Twitter, right? So, I mean, you guys know what's going on. Um, and I haven't really expressed my feelings exactly on the situation. Um, people who know me, they really, they kind of know what, how I kind of feel about that. And if you've been listening to the show, um, you know what I like, you know what I like to promote and what I like to do in terms of watch of streaming anime. Um, and it's no secret that I've long ditched the those those pirating sites for buys i guess look i mean i'm not gonna lie to you guys i've I, what i guess it's been about two three years now probably about three just a little bit over three i know to think about it but um um but we're gonna get into some news i'm gonna get into my thoughts and feelings on the kiss anime and and, and pirating anime kind of thing um and then on the later half on the second half of the show it's back C-Dub's weekly manga corner I have a nice seat with you guys we'll Sit down, grab some, grab something to drink Grab something to snack on And I got some uh, I got three chapters I'm going to be talking about That I'm really excited to talk about That you guys should have picked up In the uh, weekly Shonen Jump this last This past Sunday um, It's going to be uh, Let me see, I got them, I got them, I got them Don't, hey, trust me, trust me I got them, I'm going to be talking about Chainsaw Man chapter 80 Dr. Stone chapter 161 and uh, Ayakashi Triangle chapter 8. Um, I thought those were the three, some of the three remarkable or the three more noteworthy chapters in the Shonen Jump in the last uh, magazine. And so I'm going to be talking about that on the second half of the uh, second half of the show. So, um, but first though, uh, I should probably get into the just the kiss anime thing let me let me let me 
Can I start with that, guys? Can I be real with you guys? Well, let me detail the story for you real fast. Let me frame it up for you guys. Um, piracy anime, manga sites, kiss anime, and kiss manga are shut down. Uh, and in the site, site claims that all files were taken down by copyright owners. The the famous piracy anime and manga websites, kiss anime and kiss manga, were became accessible as of uh, this past Sunday. Uh, when SS, both websites will state clearly pretty much on the webpage saying all files are taken down by copyright owners. Uh, this site will be closed down forever. Uh, thank you for your support. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, you probably, maybe you've seen some of the Discord, their Discord channel, some of their shots probably posted up on Twitter and Facebook, I mean, Twitter, uh, Instagram and, uh, Tumblr and things like that. But the Kiss Community Discord channel, um... Which claims is not run by the community staff and not, you know, which is, cl- I mean, it's claimed. The Discord channel claims that it's run by just the community staff and not by um, the administrators. But they on their Discord, it also stated that the sites are gone for good. Data deleted and cannot be recovered. Um, end quote. Um, you know, Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga websites were linked to the embedded pirated English subtitled or English dub anime and pirated... Uh, English translated manga, um, which brings me to the new copyright laws enacted in Japan. Um, uh, Japan's parliament actually enacted a proposed uh, revised copyright law in June to expand the law to punish those who knowingly download illegally uploaded or pirated manga, magazines, and uh, academic works. Um, and this revised law actually will go into effect as January of 2021. But the, the original also bans leech sites that aggregate and provide hyperlinks to pirated media starting on um, October 1st. Um, and a subcommittee of the Japanese Agency of Cultural Affairs uh, agreed back on in February of 2019, I believe, to create a comprehensive laws uh, banning the practice of knowingly downloading all illegal media from the internet. Uh, but however... Uh, that plan caused concerns as critics argued the tighter regulations would be too broad and hinder the freedom of expression of uh, internet users, which, you know, fair enough. Um, the, and the Agency of Cultural Affairs then revealed the uh, draft of a plan um, which uh, contained expectations for, I mean, exceptions for screenshots um, to a panel. And there was a panel of experts uh, November of 27, November 2019 to I think it was the 27th or 28th to discuss the proposed changes. Um, and then the Japanese cabinet meeting approved the proposed bill on March 10th of uh, 2020. Uh, previously, the copyright laws, and I had to look at it, only formalized punishment for downloads of illegally you know, uploaded music and videos, as well as uh, illegal uploads of all materials. Um, I, and, you know, and this is not this is nothing new. I know this has came to a shock to a lot of people, um, just not only on t- Twitter, on Tumblr. And I was reading, I remember when it was trending earlier in the, earlier this week, and I'm sure you guys saw it too, and uh, in, um, made your voice known as well, uh, tweeting the hashtag. Um, but this is not new. Um, not new at all. I mean, uh, Manga Mura shut down in 2018, uh, which was a big one, I remember. Uh, the Japanese manga piracy site uh, Manga Mura became accessible in April, I believe, in 2018, after the government, the Japanese government, um, 
officially asked internet service providers in Japan to block access to those pirated manga websites, including Magamura. And the Japanese publishers had filed criminal complaints against the website in summer of that year prior, in 2017. And uh, Japanese authorities revealed in the, the May of 2018 that they were actively investigating Magamura for over just for about a year. Um, the uh, the Philippine Bureau of Immigration arrested um, 27-year-old Romy uh, Hoshin, uh, Hoshino, a.k.a. Uh, um, uh, Zake Romy, uh, the alleged administrator of Makamura. And uh, in 2019, they also the police have arrested three other alleged Makamura-related individuals in August of 2019. Uh, Hoshino was um, then extradited to Japan in uh, 2019. And um, that's about as far as I know. But, um, but it does bring them on who's going to be taking the task for administrating and keeping the site up for Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga. Um, it's been quite a while since I've seen their website. Um, and it was quite and came to shock as to me as when when I heard that their uh, most of the all their all the content on there was taken down by the copyright owners. Um, cuz like I said, even though I explained it's happened to Makamura a few about about 2 years ago. Um, it doesn't happen as often as you think. And there's still still tons of other sites that do it. Um, the same thing as uh, Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga. Uh, albeit a little bit, a lot better than how Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga were, were, were kind of run. Um, but I guess I should, I should start with just giving you what I feel like immediately. Like I said, I said at the top of the show that I'm not really that big of a... I stopped pirating, I guess, anime. I guess it's been about three years. Um, ever since I, you know, with subscriptions such as Netflix and Hulu, um, Funimation Now and Crunchyroll and for manga with the Viz Media Shonen Jump subscription, I pretty much get the content that I really want. Um, and if even then, if I can't find that, um, the next best thing is to either torrent it. And even then I still feel a little shaky about even doing that much. Um... But yeah, there's it's a lot of a lot of a lot of our favorite shows and mangas can be legally um, uh, viewed for not too not too much on the dollar. To be honest, not too not too expensive. Um. So so I so I feel you know I and obviously I preached about it on the show a lot. I talk about the Shonen Jump Viz Media app and the and their in their service their monthly service a lot because i love reading manga on that way um it's the best way to read some of the kodansha and then the the weekly shonen jump uh magazine and just the um uh, there's two other magazines also where they have manga on but um this this i like to i that's just me though um and i realize that not everybody is in that same position to be doing to have multiple subscriptions to get their their fill on anime or manga believe me believe me because like i said it's only been about three years since i've stopped you know torn from from i stopped uh pirating anime and stuff using sites like kiss anime and you know go go stuff and um that ad written those other ad written written places um but in the case of just kiss anime and kiss manga i mean this is truly their fault of their owners there for having their stuff on google um, being so specific, because um, then once the Google got their DM and the DMCA notice that it was everything was nuked, 
Um, and I must I must make a an, a an addition to when I was framing the story and not just a few months earlier, because I did exp- I wanted to explain the Japanese new laws. Uh, but I forgot to add in there that those laws only refer to those inside Japan um, and not those in the U.S. Like I said, because this was DSMA noticed from Google and then their cop, you know, then then they copyrighted, they contacted the, the copyright owners and the copyright owners signed off, and, you know, gave the uh, gave the go, gave the green light and everything was nuked on those sites. Um, so I should make I should have made that clear up at the top that Japan themselves and their new copyright laws had nothing to do with Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga being um, inaccessible. Um, but um, but it, but I wanted to bring it up just at least so you guys understand, get all the information as much as possible. Um, but you know, I, I and I got some thoughts. You know, it's people with. I, like I, said, I don't expect everyone to to be to have the resources to stream legally everything on Crunchyroll or Funimation or um, Verve, you know, other sites that may stream anime, Hulu, Netflix. Um, obviously, yeah, I was gonna say I don't expect people, especially people younger than me, you know, I don't expect them to be shelling out money to to get some to get their anime. But um, there there are better ways than using Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga. I'll let you know that. Um. Trust me, there are, there are a lot better ways. Um, but to be honest, I'm kind of saying good riddance. Because um, so, sites like those were always awful. They were always full of malware, ransomware, uh, block ad blockers. And worst of all, um, the people running those sites profit off them too. Which is, which is honestly crazy. Um, something I didn't know until I was looking into it a little bit earlier this week. Um, I gotta see if I can find some of the numbers and find some of the information so I don't so I can uh, report this a little more accurately because um, because people people run those sites, Kiss Manga, Kiss Anime, GoGo, all those places. Um, they they actually made money. Um, and did it as a living, which is crazy to think about. People, you know, um, you know, pirating that kind of any. And then I can see if you're doing it for the sake of the good, but them making actually money off of it, using uh, all those ads and people putting those, um, like I said, the malware, ransomware, and all that shit on the um, on the site. Um, I gotta see if I can find it. There we go. I think I found. I got. I got an example. Here we go. Here we go. Um, I had to because I, I was trying to pick an anime that I knew was pretty pretty big around the time. Um, Erased, one of my favorite and one of my favorite mangas and animes. Erased. There was about four point four million views of Erased. Um, at the time, I think this was oof, around twenty seventeen at the year at this time twenty seventeen. So about 4.4 million views um, of illegal anime streaming on this on the site, um, and if we apply that this the revenue per viewer, the Japanese creator Erase would have earned around somewhere from about 77,000 to 310,000 of dollars if the viewers on the site have legally streamed the show, um, and that's a newer show. 
Um, if we talked about One Piece and, and just the subbed, there's been over about 62.4 million views of One Piece, and this obviously this that number is more because this is this is data from 2017, I believe, um, or 2016, 2017. So that and that would have been based on that, and I'm getting these numbers. <laughs> one thousand about two about one point two thousand to four point three thousand dollars of viewers that people that creators that one piece creators could have gotten you know uh money that they could have seen um oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry did i say i say thousand i meant say million basically one anywhere from a million to four point three millions of dollars from those um illegally streamed views um And you know, and and even then, like, there's still sh- shows with a little less, a little less of attention, like uh, that one Yuri kind of show, Slice of Life, Sakura Trick. Um, we're, and we're looking at they they were streamed over about a, a million views uh, as of uh, 2016, 2017, and that would have been anywhere from nineteen thousand to seventy thousand dollars just from from illegal streams. Um, and we're and we're and. And that's just a few anime, just a few anime titles. Now imagine with all the with all the anime that's on Kiss Anime. Um, I'm trying to think how many pop shows there could possibly be, but let's say like every you know, assume each person on that site is watching two shows that month and watching six episodes per show. Let's, um, you know, two point million people, two point one million people times to shoot two shows, six episodes. That's about 26 million views which is about per month 458,000 to about 1.8 million dollars I'm kind of lowballing it here uh, and it just and we're just and that was just that year this and these numbers could be so much bigger and so much more horrendous right now we're already in the 5 million to 22 million um, assuming if that there are other six other streaming outlets in another language other than English uh, could be torrents or just a different site, um, and then if we extrapolate just from that month and just to the whole year. We're talking about thirty-three to thirty-three million lowballing it up to up to at least a hundred and thirty-two million. Um, so over five years, we're talking almost at the low end one hundred and sixty-five million dollars of illegally streamed uh, anime that could have went to its creators and to supporting those studios and supporting yeah you know. Um, it's it's honestly it's honestly ridiculous. Um, I mean, look, look for me, C Dub, C Dub right here on Weebcast is just it advises people if you can to watch via legal means when possible. Um, there's always Blu-rays, there's DVDs, there's legal streams. Um, I should put out a list of legal streams somewhere on my Twitter. Um. But I'll, I'll name some. Um, I'll name some uh, some ones that are at least available in my country in the United States. Um, Adult Swim, Akiba Pass, All Four, Amazon Video, um, Anime Digital Network, Anime Lab, uh, Anime Planet, Annie Plus Asia, Asian Crunch, Com TV, um, Crunchyroll, Funimation, Gundam.info, uh, Eight, uh, High Dive, Hulu, uh, Mangas. Midnight Pop, Netflix, Nico Nico, Pokemon.com, Retro Crutch, Toku, uh, Tubi TV, YouTube, Vivid, uh, Vivi Vivid, um, um, 
all those those are all places so rewind it if you did if you missed one of them um and most of them have free versions of all those and some some of them do have monthly subscriptions as options as well but those are just ones that i can think off the top of my head that you guys should uh, that i advise for you guys to use um where you can illegally where you can watch we can stream them legally and download them because uh, all i'm saying is we're not in the days of where vh tips were 30 to 35 dollars with an audio track and in like two episodes or one of those like $30 MSRP single DVDs with three or five episodes. And those were like the main legal ways to watch stuff. You know, it's 2020. Uh, and, and now if something's not legally available in your region, torrenting is really the only acceptable method as nobody's profiting off those. Um, and the quality is a lot higher than these illegal streams on Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga anyway. Um, you, can also, you can also pick what, you, what you're getting. Um, from subs to TV versus the BD versions and illegal sites for for shows that were simulcast just put up the simulcast rips of which are the TV versions and call it a day you know you also don't have to worry about illegally streams rightfully getting pulled for you know copyright infringement um, so those, those, that's just kind of my thoughts on it um, on this whole mess like I said it's I didn't want to spend too much time on it. I just wanted to kind of get you guys caught up on what's going on if you haven't already knew and kind of give you my thoughts on it um, and just kind of give you some other options um, if you were one of those people that that used one of those sites um, um, but I, I should get on to some other news there's other things I did wanted to get I wanted to get into this episode um, there was some anime that's being premiered and things of that nature um, let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcast, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, yo, what's up? It's Weebcast Radio. Welcome back. <clears throat> and um, I was looking, I was, I was kind of thinking back a little bit. I spent what? About 20 some odd minutes talking about the Kiss Anime, Kiss Manga. Um, um, and if you're listening to this right when it drops, right on this Friday, on this lovely Friday, um, I talked to, I talked a little bit more about it. Now I, I talked more about it on the, um, uh, live in a, on a, on a impromptu brand new first ever Weebcast Hangout live session on Podbean. Um, so if you guys want to ever want to hop on a call with, if you want to ever want to call into the show on a Weebcast Hangout live, download the Podbean app. It's free. You don't have to do anything about it. But that allows you to hop on the Weebcast Hangout and um, join the calls, join the, join the session, join the chill as I just go through some... Intro, as I just go through the news of that day in anime and manga, 
or anything else that or wherever that strikes our fancy or whatever and um we talk about some future projects future episodes and topics i might i want to cover in the future things like that so it was a lot of fun with the with about the five or seven people i had on my very first one yesterday so um that was pretty interesting but i talked i talked almost about another good almost like 20 more minutes about the kiss anime manga thing um so people who were there that they they kind of got a a little more of a raw less scripted side of my opinions on there but i feel like what i had to say what i felt like i had to say earlier i I stand pretty true to that um but moving on i want to move on to some other things in the news this past week that caught my eye um, some of these I'm going to go, I'm going to wrap it. I might have to r- rapid fire some of these, but some of them I might take a few minutes and, um, and just digest. Um, first things first, let's talk about the Demon Slayer movie, the Mugen Train, um, which is coming out in October. Um, uh, but what's also coming out in October, um, is that the Mugen Train film is, gets a novel version. Shueisha announced on Friday that, um, announced earlier today, I believe, um, that it will release a novel adaptation of Demon Slayer Kitsune no Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train, um, film, which comes out on October 16th. The same day the film opens in Japan, Aya Yajima is returning from the three previous novels in the franchise to write this new novel. Uh, and the main staff members of the previous television anime are returning for the sequel film. Uh, Toho and Aniplex are handling the film's distribution in Japan. Um, Funimation, our friends at Funimation Films, is partnering with Aniplex of America to release it in North America in 2021 with no exact date. Um, but yeah, so this is pretty cool. Um, for someone who's only read, I think, two of the novels of Demon Slayers currently, I gotta get to the third one. This actually really excites me and makes me kind of get excited to read the third one at a good pace so I can get ready for the one in October 16th. Um, uh, and if you haven't read the novels, I, I implore you for people who are fans of Demon Slayer, which there are a lot of, um, uh, but I don't think how much, I don't know how big, I don't know how much in the fandom... Um, realize that the novels are just as just as good as the manga, um, just as entertaining as the anime. Um, delves into other territories that the manga couldn't get to, and definitely that the anime doesn't doesn't necessarily touch too much. Um, and it's great supplementary information and knowledge uh, to fe- feed your, your demon slayer needs um, if you're kind of feeling left out. And um, you know, you read the manga, you watch the anime. Yeah, you still want some more Demon Slayer content. They have three whole novels. Um, and they got a movie coming up. So spend some time doing that if, you're, if you've been missing uh, some Demon Slayer in your life. Um, let's go right into the another anime. Another pretty big anime that, um, that people, I guess, don't talk about too much. Uh, that's Assassination Classroom. Because uh, that's premiering on Toonami. Uh, next week, I believe next, going to be next week on August 29th, um, Yusei Matsui's, the anime based on Yusei Matsui's manga will air, I think on Toonami on August 29th, 1am, and the official Facebook account for Adult Swim's Toonami programming block announced that, um, this earlier, earlier today or Friday night, or I believe, um, and Assassination Club will join the Saturday night lineup on August 29th. Aaron at 1 a.m. Um, and let me give you the full lineup for that August 29th right there. And tell me, 
Toonami isn't doing something right here. You got Dragon, you got Dragon Ball Super at 12 a.m. 12:30 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind. You got 1 a.m. got the new edition Assassination Clash. Then you got Black Clover at 1:30 a.m. Then you got Fire Force at 2 a.m. Then you got Naruto Shippuden and at 2:30, and then ending that block at 3 a.m. Samurai Jack. Um, yeah, Toonami. Look, I'm not even a big fan of Black Clover. And you know, Dragon Ball Super is kind of mid, but that's not a bad block. Um, not a bad, not a not a bad block. Um, and to be honest, I've never actually heard the Assassination Classroom English dub, so I may have to check it out just to see what it is. Because um, I remember the the mangas ran what from two, 2012 to 2016. It was about a four year run, almost five. Um, and they only have two. Se- they only had two seasons, right? One episode, one twenty-two episode season, and a twenty-five episode season, right? Uh, <clears throat> I've definitely finished the manga, but I'm not sure if I've ever seen the second season animated. If I ever seen that second season, I might have to go back to that. But um, on the dub, though, I'm interested in, in seeing that because because it was a live action movie too. Can't be any worse than that, right? Right. But in any case. Um, <clears throat> what else? What else we got? What else we got today? Uh, I did see. What else did I have? Uh, let's see. What did I have? What did I have? Oh, that's right. Quick, gotta get a quick update on the um, Japanese animation TV rankings because you know we, me at Weebcast, we love that stuff. We love it. Um, uh, my neighbor Totoro premiered recently. On Jap- on uh, TVs across in Japan, Studio Ghibli and Hayao Miyazaki's f- famous *My Neighbor Totoro* film aired on NTV on Friday um, or Thursday for us, but or no, aired on Friday of last Friday. I'm sorry, April no, August August 14th, around 9 p.m. and earned a 16.5% rating. Um, this uh, that week's uh, episode of *Watashino Katsuhiro Naki Sasan*. The live action, uh, the live action series ap- adaptation of Furuko um, Yosari's manga aired on Tuesday, that Tuesday of uh, August 11th, about 10 p.m. ish, and that earned a, over a 16% rating. Um, and then Natsumi Ando, something's wrong with us manga, premiered episode on NTV August 12th, that day after, and about almost a 10%, getting a 9.6 rating. So those those were the, some of the the highest ones. Um, of that week, and I'm th- and I'm in the week I'm speaking of is August 10th to the 16th. Uh, I don't have the uh, data for obviously from the 16th to the 21st, 22nd yet. I'll probably get that tomorrow ish, maybe on Monday. It'll probably be Monday till I get the. I usually wait for Monday to get the the official things because um, Fuji TV and NTV they all they all publish that all that good stuff. Um, um, but let's get into. Um, some of the other shows in, in that TV ranking, some of the things that I thought was actually interesting and doesn't happen very often. Um, One Piece, um, which usually doesn't score very high on in home in, in like Japanese household TVs, it's not on a lot of TVs. People don't tune in for it as much as people like to. If you go on Twitter, if you like to believe, like I said, Twitter is a household. It's, it's like a funhouse mirror. When truth enters Twitter, it's twisted and and bends and all that shit and when it comes out on the other side it's not really the truth anymore that's how i view twitter but obviously sasei-san 
popular children's TV show, obviously held the top spot in most household ratings with a 9.1. Detective Conan holding it down on MTV with a 7.6 average household rating. Always doing it big because people love streaming Detective Conan and they love watching it on the TV. Can't say that about some other shows. Um, but back to One Piece premiere, uh, you know, coming on Future TV. It actually ranked, it was on, more people watched it this pet in that week um then doraemon and crayon shinchan two very cult classics um loved by all ages um both scored lower than one piece in in that week um so i thought that was actually interesting um it's gonna be and see if that's gonna carry over into the next week um but at the bottom there was another thing interesting i thought at the bottom of that list um with a 2.3 average household rating that was digimon adventure the reboot reboot remake i'm not really quite sure how they actually picture it or how they actually determine that but um yeah so i think that premiered on august 16th just last sunday um and that when that was a 2.3 rating it was, it was just that I even got into it just in this in the in that top 10 or 11 ish in the first place to be honest um i know a lot of people aren't very ex- excited about seeing this digimon adventure being rebooted redone um but the fact that it found a spot that people are watching um and if people are watching on households that means there's got this there's an audience streaming it as well so um thought that was i thought that was uh interesting to make notes of um also darwin's game uh you heard me talk a lot about darwin's game i think it's one of the better mangas and manga's out right now um but Darwin's game novel prequel has ended uh the serialized prequel about shuka uh reigns past launched this past january january 16th um and then this um this year's 38th issue of akita shonen uh, uh shoten's weekly shonen champion uh magazine announced on the uh, this just yesterday that the serialized prequel novel of flip flops darwin's game manga and the in the magazine's next issue august 27th um the novel launched in weekly shonen champion which is another good magazine you guys need to get hip on they got some good titles in there um i have to do an episode talking about shonen champion but the flip flops duo is once again working on a novel with member uh shumiyama um, which formerly went under, I don't know if they go under the, the, under the pen name anymore of Kinko, writing the story and member Yuki Takahata doing the illustration. Uh, the novel story focused on Shuka and Rain's past mainly, and where the manga centers on Kaname Sudo, the high school boy who's drawn to a mysterious game map uh, named Darwin's Game, and it becomes involved in a social game where its stakes are a life or death. Um... Which, if you don't know the history of Darwin's game, Flip Flop launched that manga in um, the Biasasu Shonen Champion manga in December of 2012, I believe. Um, in the in the manga's uh, 21 21st compiled book, just shipped on August 6th. Uh, while Miyama provides the story, Takahata provides the art, um, and the manga just entered its final arc. You know, this year, the beginning of this year. Uh, and I think talked and I talked a good bit about the anime uh, when I did my winter first impressions when I got hip on it. Uh, so check that episode out as well. Um, and we're and I you know I watch it on Funimation now, but you can watch it on Funimation now, Crunchyroll, and um, uh, High Dive. Um, 
But I got some other quick stories to go through real fast. Not a, so let's let's get right into them. Um, I talked about this on the live on my Podbean live show just yesterday. I talked about Kitama and the final film and how it's based on the manga's finale. Um, but there was something about Undead Unluck that I wanted to talk about. That's right. Um, just yesterday, Shonen Jump's Undead Unluck wins the Sugi Nikuru Manga 2020 Awards. Um, the winners were announced for the six Sunimikuru Manga Taisho, uh, which are the up-and-coming manga awards. Um, and I talked about this on the show, I think, before. I'm pretty sure I've talked about the, the manga Taisho, these awards before, where it's about they're awarding some of the up-and-coming good man- great mangas. And the top prize we're going to Yoshifumi Tosaka's Undead Unlock, uh, which I have, I think I reviewed on the show at least once or twice. I haven't given it so much attention. Um, and because not a lot of people talk about it yet, but like I'm telling you, one of these days you're going to be seeing Undead Unlock popping up on your Twitter, in your, on your timelines, on your Instagram, on your Tumblr, you're going to be seeing some art, you're going to see some cool shit when that shit gets animated. I'm telling you guys, you heard it here first, um, but this Shonen Jump series is licensed by Viz Media and you can read it in print and digital where I read it in digital. Um, but let me talk a little bit about Undead Unlock though. Um, the story follows Fuko Izumo, otherwise known as the woman cursed with unluck. And Fuko brings misfortune to literally anyone she touches. Um, and her scale is proportional to how long they had physical contact. Um, she's saved by Andy, a man that cannot die, um, which is, you know, undead. Um, he hopes to figure out a way to use Fuko's misfortune to finally bring him death. And the unlikely pair kind of team up to complete missions given to them given to them by the book of revelations but if any if they or any other neg- uh negators in their union fall the book can punish them can punish humanity um and then tozuka the um uh right the the author and the illustrator for the manga had commented on his win and i quote first place uh, thank you so much for your votes and support. I am now keenly aware that I was able to create a manga thanks to the support of many people. Rather than embarrassing myself after this fortuitous outcome, I think I'll continue with this interesting manuscript. End quote. Um, so I, I wonder what he, I don't understand what the hell he means by that. Um, so far, the manga is already pretty crazy as it is. Like it's pretty an interesting concept already, and the fact that he thinks he has more to get some more interesting and more crazier things up ahead is scares me and also uh, incites me at the same time uh, but Tozuka launched the series on January 20th which was my birthday um, this year and Viz Media began publishing that series that same month um, but second place I should talk about second place people forget about look they always say you know first first place will always be remembered and anyone who comes in second will never be remembered but I'm not gonna let that happen on Weepcast here um, second place went to another Shueisha title um, this time, writer Rikito Nakamura and artist Yukiro Nozawa, comedy romance, Kimi no Kotaga Dai 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 Sky, you know, the, with the hundred, the girl, the, the hundred girlfriends, Maka. Um, you can avoid it on the Shonen Plus Jump app, which I do. And, but it's not, but it's not currently, um, in English. Um, but the series follows pretty much the perpetually brokenhearted Aijo, who meets the god of love after praying at a shrine and the god tells him that he will meet a hundred girls fated to fall in love with him but if his relationship with them fails they'll die a cruel twist of fate um 
And then Shodicho Yamamoto's Sodadamo Amuyo uh, Wa Yosakuru rounded out with third place. And you can read that series because that's published in Kodansha's Weekly Shonen Magazine, um, which is not currently available in English. But the story follows two classmates and only and only members of the school's shoji, shoji club. Uh, and the younger male's classmate has a stone cold expression, but his female upper, upperclassman enjoys goading him in, into confess and obsessing over the game. Um, there's there was 20 winners or the full the top 20 of the winners um, with under luck being on one, but I, w- I will at least re- go down to at least 20 uh, to the top 10. Uh, real fast for you, Undead Unlock by Yushifumi Tozuka, uh, which you can re- read in the Viz Media, which is great. Uh, the Hundred Girlfriends by Rikito Nakamura and Yuriko Nozawa came in second. Uh, Soderamo Ayumu Yowasukuri no Sh- uh, Yosikuru, the Shoji uh, manga, rounds out in third. Fourth, Akuyuku Reijo Tenze Oji-san came in fourth. Um, Bukuryo Nai Senpai by Mako Tokuro was in fifth. Sixth, um, which is one you probably have heard of, A Gravity Boys by Sushi Nakamura, which you can read on the Shonen, on the Shonen Jump app, which is in English, licensed by Viz Media. Um... Let's skip down to 11, which is another one of my favorites, Mashal, Magic and Muscles, by Hajime Komoto, licensed also by Viz Media. Um, 13, let's jump down, skip 12, and go to 13 with Mitama Security Spirit Busters, another comedy show, which was which is fairly decent. Um, there's a few other ones that were pretty notable. Oh, Destroy All Humankind That Can't Be Regenerated by Katsuri Isa and Takuma Yokota. Um... That can't. Well, I was coming in sixteenth. Um, Whisper me a love song by Iku Takashima, uh, which is published in Kodansha Comics, um, and that came in eighteenth. And at twenty uh, was Dead Mount Death Play by Ryogo Narita and Shinta Fujimoto, uh, which is in, licensed by Square Enix Books, which I'm pretty sure they have. Which you can get a free trial and read there as well. Um, and these winners are decided by fan votes submitted by they have to I think they had to get them in by July 3rd. And the award is co-organized by the Kadokawa Media Factory, Books and Manga uh, News Magazine, Da Vinci, um, and streaming service uh, Nico Nico. Uh, I think in this year they had about over almost 5,000 entries, more as twice as many as the year as last year, and 50 nominees were selected for each category. Um, and some previous winners, um, like My Senpai is Annoying by Shiro Manta, and obviously last year's winners, um, The Pharmacist Monologue in the print category, and Spy Family was the winners in uh, last year for the web manga category as well. Uh, but I thought that was interesting. I'm just glad, I'm really big, big ups to uh, uh, Yoshifumi Tozuka for winning the this uh, up and coming manga awards with Undead Unluck, because this manga is should be going places i do believe it will be going places um that was one of the one of the few big stories i definitely wanted to get into i'm not sure if i wanted to um get into anything else uh, too heavy on on the news side here um not sure if i written down anything else i really wanted to get into um that might you know what that might be it right there I was going to talk a little bit more about the act age situation and its author being arrested. I think this past August 3rd for groping middle school girls. 
Um, but I think I'm going to leave that for for an ep- for another episode, or just maybe kind of reference it with some tweets or whatever, or maybe do a live next week about it, because uh, it's warranted more than just a few minutes worth of conversation. Um, to be honest, and because um, it, it, it deserves more of a because that's a serious talk and it deserves some more inf- some more attention than what I'm willing to do it for this episode right here. But on the other side, we're gonna you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to sit down, find a nice comfy spot, um, get some get some snacks, get some juice. Because um, on the other side, we're gonna be entering C Dubs, illustrious. Comfortable, suave, sexy manga corner. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna be entering the manga corner with your boy C Dub and I, cause I got three, um, three chapters that you guys should have checked out in this past week's Shonen Jump magazine. Um, three chapters that I thought deserve some attention. Um, which will be Chainsaw Man chapter eighty, Doctor Stone one hundred sixty one, and uh, Ayakashi Triangle chapter eight. Um, and I'm going to get to all those three on the other side. Um, so with no further ado, I'll see you on the side. Hey, yeah. Hey, yo, what's up? We welcome back to another episode of Weebcast. Hope you guys I'm enjoying this episode so far. I know it's been chock full with a lot of stuff going in, talking about the Kiss anime, Kiss manga, being shutting down, hitting up this last, this past week's with some, uh, some, some of my favorite news stories in anime and manga so far uh, this past week. Um, but now we're gonna chill out, talk with some, talk some manga. You know I'll be a manga. I knew, you know I'll be a big manga head, bro. You already know this. <laughs> this ain't no surprise. Um, but like I said, I, I, the thing is, I love releasing about releasing these episodes on Fridays, keeping this nice, consistent schedule is because I want y'all to start off y'all and end your work week with something relaxing, something entertaining. I hope, um, with a guy with a bad voice, <laughs> we weaving out on some anime and manga, taking the stuff too seriously sometimes. I want you to end your work week with something enjoyable and start your weekend with some cool shit. You know what I mean? With some cool stuff. And it's like, oh, that's new. I might want to check that out. I might want to watch it. I might want to read that. So I want to end your work week nice. I want to start your weekend even nicer. Um, so that's why I like releasing these things on Fridays right at the new, right on noon. Um, um, but also, I, I think I talked a little bit before I get into the, the the super sweet super sultry manga corner uh let me let me get with um the plan moving forward um got the shoujo episode coming coming pretty much complete in research and script writing um but the tokyo ghoul episode which if you guys follow me on twitter which you guys should on twitter uh dot com forward slash j x n m o r i um I've been talking about my Tokyo Ghoul script and because um, I'm going to be doing a Tokyo Ghoul retrospective and I haven't done one of these since the Bleach one which has been about what April I think I did that one in April I believe um May or May or I think it might have been in May and April or early, early May um 
So I'm really excited to get this one out. And I want it to be better than what I did in the Bleach uh, retrospective, where I want to hit the anime, hit the manga, and really focus on what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it. Give it a nice official weebcast rating. Um, and kind of talk about how I think that series will be remembered, what its place in history, in in, in its genre, and just in its genre and its genre of fiction and, and things of that nature. Um, and this one's been proved a little bit harder to write than the Bleach one. I will say that much. Um, not like I haven't enjoyed it. I, I really do enjoy it. I re- I love re- going back to the manga, rereading some chapters and um, going back to the anime checking out some of the cooler scenes so it's been fun and it's been hard Uh, and I can't wait to get that episode out to you as soon as possible Um, but the next episode I'm I'm, because well let's get a little house clean because I know I, I believe Shonen Jump they released some chapters but it's not a lot of chapters and I don't know if I want to do a week for the week for my for the manga corner for next week I may not pick chapters out of the weekly Shonen Jump. I may want to do something else. Maybe someone, some other, get to some recommendations people have given me. Um, or just do a, vo- or a volume of a manga that I've been reading. And kind of just really dig deep and really di- and, uh, dive deep into that chapter. In just a single volume. And kind of talk about that for the week. Cor- we- I mean for the uh, manga corner for next week's episode. Um, I'll, you know, I'll probably talk a little bit more about that on Twitter. Um, what I plan to do for that, depending on if, if nothing really catches my eye in the, in the Shonen Jump this, this upcoming week. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see about what we want to, what, what you guys want to do, what you guys want to hear. Let me know on Twitter. Um, or let me know wherever you guys may be listening is to. Um, but before I get into to the Moncorn, again, I hate delaying. I keep getting sidetracked. But speaking about listening to podcasts. If you're listening to this podcast right now and whatever platform you may be listening to it, please rate and subscribe. Leave a review if possible. Tell me how I'm doing. Tell me how how much you've been loving the show. Tell me what you want to see on the show more. Uh, All that feedback is very much appreciated. Um, Five stars. Rate, subscribe. You know, all that good stuff. All that good and juicy stuff. That's very much appreciated. Um, Gets a a good feeling. Uh in my uh keep, gets a good feeling in my gut you know what i mean good feeling in the gut um and i would get you guys a good feeling in the gut you know is that uh, okay my, my production team is telling me that didn't that was that came off a little suggestive so can we can we cut can we cut that out but um just i'll just move on just move on to the manga corner okay uh <laughs> welcome ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the infamous c-dubs manga corner where I go, go with you each and every week, picking out some chapters from the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine, the legendary Shueisha's maga- magazine, which has been releasing weekly for over 50 years at this point and still has enough sighting series in its roster to justify its hollowed status. Plus, with Viz Media now publishing the entire thing in English, there's never been a better time to jump in. Um, and in this week, as you sit down into your nice little chair in this in this manga corner i have three cool chapters um, that i'm going to dive in with you today um and i'm gonna and things i want to tell you that is worth your time reading and in this week we're going to be all going all over chainsaw man chapter 80 
Dr. Stone chapter 161 and Ayakashi Triangle chapter 8. Um, so I, I'll be honest. Um, I wasn't looking forward to going over this Mon Corner too much with the arrest of Tatu and Masukis and subsequent cancellation of Act Age has been kind of hanging over me and a lot of people in, the, in, in these circles um, since it came to light this past weekend. Um, and it was kind of hard to read a lot, any of stuff in the Weekly Shonen Jump. It was a really, really weird mood. But, you know, hey, we persevere in this. Weebs persevere. We've been through harder things, all right? We're strong. Weird, but we're strong. Um, and today, I, I, I uh, got a cohort of chapters that I thought was really comforting to read. Um, most likely because Act Age wasn't a part of them. But um, but there was a lot of th- series that hit it, that hit a grand slam in this week, you know what I'm saying? So... I suppose things will be all right. So, uh, let's start with Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man Chapter 80. Um, the way that Chainsaw Man Chapter 80 opens immediately got me on board. Last week's chapter was a tough one, you know, containing the climax of the fight between Denji and Aki and the latter's death. Um, the trauma arising from that hangs over this chapter like a like a dark cloud. And immediately makes it clear. Uh, so with an extremely cold opening. Just saying, Aki died. And then it begins. Moving on to establish Denji and Power's new living situation. Um, and it's not just the change in circumstances. And the lasting consequences from last week's chapter that got me feeling all these things while reading Chainsaw Man Chapter 80. But however, it was also the emotion that Denji clearly felt. Um, there's a particular beautiful scene where he attempts to eat an ice cream um, before throwing it back up and again and just collapsing on the park bench. Um, it, the way he described his mind um, being as all jumbled up from the moment I wake up to the moment I fall asleep just perfectly describes kind of describes my mind right now. Um equally effective of having the trauma of some of my favorite of one of my favorite series being canceled um when makima turns up my mind was already in a fragile enough state that i said oh no please oh no don't do this and i said it out loud i believe when i was reading it and wondered what on earth was she up to uh, the events of the last arc have revealed her true nature as the control devil and and an and, and evil, evil person. Using her powers to control those around her and using them for her own benefit. Um, nevertheless, her intentions do seem somewhat benign in Chainsaw Man Chapter 80. As she invites Denji over for a casual cup of tea. Um, upon entering her apartment, uh, we're immediately greeted with a whole host of dogs. That Makima apparently keeps as her pets. And not only does this serve as an excellent, uh, subtle demonstration of her passion for control. Well-trained dogs listen to everything that you say, after all. It also sends a very, very mixed messages to the reader. You know, I'm a cat person. But I can, I can see being as a dog person can't 
possibly be a bad person. As a dog, you know, I'm not a dog owner myself, but I can somehow connect with anyone who sees the value of man's best friend. And the way Makima dotes on her dogs in Chainsaw Man Chapter 80 is simply just too heartwarming to resist. And maybe she has me wrapped around her little finger too. Um, but the end of Chainsaw Man Chapter 80 is also a strong one. Um, throughout the entire series, Denji has been chasing after Makima's love and attention. But there have been some diversions along the way. You know, first there was uh, Himeno. Uh, and then there was Reze. But in chapter, in chapter 80 of Chainsaw Man, seems to put everything right back to square one. As when, as when asked what wish he would like Makima to grant, Denji says he wants to be her dog. Um, any other series would have had me would have me writing this ended off as a mere cliffhanger intended to create some anticipation for the next chapter. But if Chainsaw Man's last two arcs have taught me, if they taught me anything, then it's to expect the unexpected. I would not be surprised if Tatsuki Fujimoto takes this wish and runs with it. Consequences be damned. Um, and this is what I love so fucking much about this about this series. Chainsaw Man is at his best, at his peak, when it's pitting two characters against each other. But exploring the dynamics that exist between them, and if the narrative does up changing dramatically because of the events of Chapter 80, it will be because the characters will it to do so. And that's the essence of character-driven narrative, and I'm here for that shit. Um, let's go right into the next one um, on, on C-Dub's Manga Corner. Um, Dr. Stone, 161. Um, if Chainsaw Man Chapter 80 acted as a uh, beautiful example of the kind of character-driven narrative that will be missing from Weekly Shonen Jump now that act age is gone, um, then Dr. Stone Chapter 161 was like seeing an old friend for, again for the first time. You know, it's... It is no secret that I, you know, I've always greatly enjoyed Richiro Inigaki and Bochi's science series, and penned many of of my of my tweets, you know, glowing. You should read the, you should listen to my to our Doctor Stone episode that I did with uh, with an awesome girl named Natasha. Shout out to Natasha. Um, because I talked, we we talked a lot about this in in that show in in, in that episode. Um, but. As much as I love Doctor Stone, it doesn't have the same emotional impact that it had me on like Act Age. Um, it certainly has played a, a role, almost as important though. And I'll, I'll let me get into that. Doctor Stone Chapter One Hundred Sixty One picks up right after a very, very, very strong ending last week, uh, with Senku incapacitated, incapacitated, and Chrome having to pick up the mantle of super scientist. Uh, this aspect of Chrome's character development has been present from from the very beginning, with the uh, self-proclaimed magician learning the ropes from the modern-day Senku and acting as an apprentice of sorts. But this time, he is on his own, and it's time to take all that he has learned and put it into practice finally, proving that he can't really go to toe-to-toe with the minds of the modern day. Um, but, f- but first, the crew of the Perseus need to buy some time, and they do this by strategically using Medusa tricking Zeno into thinking that they have more of them and delivering it to his doorstep. Um, even so, 
to achieve this, they'll need some help from the inside. And this is where Gan gets his chance to shine in Dr. Stone, chapter 161. Um, Gan Asagiri, one of my dudes, one of my favorite characters. As he tries to tries his best to roll with the punches and second-guess their plan. Um, in the process, uh, Gan discovers something pretty interesting. Xeno is also working on something secret, away from the knowledge of the kingdom of science and deep underground. Um, we don't know what this is exactly in this chapter 161, but... It makes it clear that two weeks is our hero's time limit. Uh, and that is when both Zeno's project will be completed along along with Chrome's roadmap. Uh, and, and speaking on Chrome's roadmap, Inagaki and Bochi do, do an excellent job of expressing in both pictures and words uh, Chrome's tutelage from Senku and lack of modern knowledge. Um, while the scientific principles of the roadmap um, uh, uh, the scientific principles of the roadmap are are sound um, using triangulation and a drill to dig a hole uh, to Zeno's uh, base um, Chrome doesn't have the vocabulary or knowledge uh, to properly express it meaning that he uses his words such as puff puff machine um, and illustrates the gadgets in a cartoony style and, and it's these and these and it's these little touches in Dr. Stone chapter 161 that make it such a damn joy to read. Um, that being said, I still have my gripes, though. For one, Senku isn't fully incapacitated, able to offer some words of guidance to Chrome before fading into the background for the rest of the chapter. And I'm not quite sure if Inigaki just doesn't have sense of how bad Senku injuries are. Or is he just realizing how much of the manga's plot relies on Senku's intellect? Um, the latter being much of a bigger problem, and let's hope it doesn't that doesn't continue. Um, removing that removes much of the motor force that drives this you know whole entire series along. Um, still, I will not lie. Uh, Doctor Stone Chapter One Hundred Sixty One was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful installment that had me realizing why I fell in love with Inigaki's and Bochi's science series all over again. Um, and that is no doubt motivated by the current state of mind. But I'm just trying to stay honest and I'm trying to stay positive. Um, next, and finally, but not least, Ayakashi Triangle Chapter 8. Um, finally, we come to Ayakashi uh, Triangle Chapter 8. Uh, as I said from the beginning, um, I think that quite a, a lot of series have had good chapters this past week. With Moray King chapter 15, uh, Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin chapter 6, um, Me and Roboco chapter 5, and A Gravity Boys chapter 31, all coming very close to making the cut in my top three most interesting um, as my top three picks for the, to, to be on Manga Corner in the Manga Corner for this week. But I chose the latest Ayakashi Triangle for one simple reason. Um, and that was because it delivered very well on exciting cliffhanger. Um, which wasn't exactly what I was expecting, to be honest. Um, last week's Ayakashi Triangle left on a interesting note, to say the least. You know, tensions between Suzu and Matsuri have been running high for a while now. Um, especially as Matsuri's transformation into a girl puts the brakes on any sort of romance for some reason. But this culminated in when appeared to be Suzu sneaking into Matsuri's home to give him or her a kiss. Um, 
As it turns out, this was not Suzu at all, but in an Omokage illusion born from Suzu's spirit energy. Um, yeah, I know. So essentially, it, it attempts to carry out whatever she was thinking before she went to sleep, um, which includes both kissing Matsuri and eating crepes. Yeah, more power to you, I guess. And, and if that sounds like a cop-out, it, it isn't, because... Ayakushi Triangle Chapter 8 actually uses this new entity to its fullest, telling a very, a very, very competent A to B story as Matsuri attempts to track down the Omokage before it does any damage to Suzu's body. Particularly clever is the fact that Suzu shares all of her senses with the Omokage, which lends herself to the, to the action, you know, and Matsuri is forced to use this limited information provided, provided by her along with his uh, intuition to track down the spirit. Um, and while reading Ayakushi Triangle Chapter 8, I, I, I got the real impression um, that Kentaro Yabuki knows what exactly what he's doing here. Um, that shouldn't be too much of a surprise, um, given that he nearly 20 years of manga experience. But everything is per- is just perfectly executed in Ayakushi Triangle Chapter 8. The, the character interactions, the tense action, and obviously the art. Oh, goddamn, this art is just, the art is phenomenal as usual. It, it, it always hits. Um, this is the first time that we've, that we touched on the chapter of Kentaro Yabuki's newest series um, on this show since, maybe I think I talked about chapter two in, a, in, a old, in an older episode. I might. Um, so perhaps in a more general comment on the development of the series is kind of thus far really needed. But to cut a long story short, I really like it. And I'm slightly ashamed to say so, as it's hardly one of the most refined stories in Weekly Shonen Jump right now. But something about it just has me hooked. Maybe it's the love story. Maybe it's the art. Maybe it's the fan service. (sighs) Who knows? But thank you for taking a seat in C-Dub's sultry, sexy (laughs) manga corner. Um, but you can read Chainsaw Man Chapter 80, Dr. Stone Chapter 161, and Ayakushi Triangle Chapter 8 for free in Viz Media's Shonen Jump uh, service. Um, but I said, like I said, thank you so much for um, sitting down with me, um, going over some manga, sitting down with me, talking about my thoughts and feelings on the Kiss Man and Man Kiss Manga situation, and some new, some some cool news stories over this past week. Um, we're going to get all that and some more next week um on the episode of weepcast but thank you for listening thank you for allowing my voice into your ears into your homes i hope you enjoyed it and always to remember that um if you want to support this podcast just make sure you guys keep listening keep sharing it with your friends and family who any other or any weebs that you know that might want to listen to it uh, uh the number one anime and manga show on the internet just, just slide me just slide the slide on weebcast baby just slide on weebcast they don't love it they're gonna, they're gonna love you for recommending it to them, huh? Imagine how cool you're gonna be. I mean, now, I mean, after you share this podcast with them, now all the knowledge you get from me, all this secret, all this cool, low key knowledge, they're gonna be like, man, so this is where you get all your shit from? This is where you get your, this is where you get your big brain anime stuff from? Damn, no wonder. I'm gonna have to do that. And that's the coolest thing about this show. You listen to the show, you're gonna learn, you're gonna find out some things that, um, that not a lot of weebs know about telling you you're gonna find out some things like oh man i didn't know about that i didn't know about that shit that's pretty dope that's what i'm here for and that's what i'm here for but um 
Um, that also supports the podcast, sharing it and listening to it, rating and subscribing on whatever podcast platform you may be listening to the show. Um, whether you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Overcast, even over, you know, anywhere. Or if you're listening to it on Podbean, um, make sure you guys just uh, keep listening, keep sharing it. And if you want to take it a step further um, and get a shout out on the show, all you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash webcast forward slash support or go to the link in any of this of this episode or any other episode. And if you want to support this podcast, you can you can send over a small donation right to the show directly to me um, to uh, basically to, to put forward to better equipment, better guests, improving the proving the show overall. And it'd be greatly appreciated. Like I said, you will be shouted out on the show. Um, and it's going to be great. It, it, it'd be it'd be it'd be so so lovely of you. Um, and, I, and I'll love you forever. And not like I already don't love you guys. Like, I seriously love, I love the hell out of you guys already. You know what I mean? Um, but before we round this show out, I just wanted to do quick, and I might keep doing this later, because I did upload a, a small section of, of my, of last week's episode of Will I Be Watching Yashihime on YouTube, about 10 minutes. And I got a cool comment on my YouTube, and I want to read that and shout them out, because they allowed, they said it was okay for me to talk about this comment. Um, but they said four movies. If Kagome spent three days in the feudal era and three days in the modern era, she would end up six days older. I get the feeling that most plot points they are releasing is stuff that happens in the first couple of episodes when they are setting up the story. I think Mordecai is the glue that holds them all together. And I agree, but I think that the muscle will be split up between them on the three of them, that each have errors that they need to become more proficient in. Unlike Kagome, Towa has learned how to fight and handle herself among humans who don't fight fair, so she brings something to the fight right away. Motoha strikes me as a real badass, a real shit disturber, and that trouble follows her half the time she's caused it. She's one more. She's the she's the one more apt to rush in. Kohaku made Setsuna the squad leader, so she must have some leadership abilities. Uh, and one reason why Setsuna may look younger is her armor. Sango, Kohaku, and Hisui all wear their armor under their breasts. Um, Setsuna seems to have a flat piece of armor covering her breast, which hides her shape a bit. Um, thank you so much, uh, Vandri Lavali for commenting on that YouTube video and um, allowing me to, to shout you out on the show. Um, I thought it was a very detailed comment and I hope you keep commenting. I hope you listen to the show as well. Um, but that's going to be doing it for us on Weebcast on this episode, on this Friday. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of the day. Like I said, um, keep, keep reading, keep watching, keep staying positive, um, keep loving. Um, but I'm out of 2000. See you.